I'm a child therapist, but I'm not always, you know, running out the door telling everyone to to run to therapy right away. I actually think there's a number of great things that can be helpful with anxiety besides going and seeing a therapist. And sometimes, again, as a therapist, what I say to parents when I'm working with a family is what I want for your kid is to have a positive experience of therapy and I don't want to force them to go unless it's really, really interfering with their life or with your life and they absolutely can't get to school or they can't, you know, kind of go out and meet people. So I really think it's important to kind of just be aware of um, of that. And then as a therapist, again, my role is like, I want to give this kid a good, you can hear my child in the background, uh, <laughs> a good experience of, of therapy um, and then build on that some skills around anxiety. But I think it's a tricky question at, at different ages as well. Um, I think a, a lifelong kind of consulting relationship with a professional is a good thing to have. If you know that you're anxious, then you know there's probably a good chance your kid might be here. If you see those signs early, I encourage parents to go for themselves first to get some advice um, and get some counseling to think about what interventions they can make in the home to not lead by putting the kid front and center with the like, fix my kid's anxiety. The, the most success I see with young kids in particular is like, really working with the parents that I spend actually way more time working with the parents around things that they can do in their home, adaptations they can make than me just doing therapy with with the child, which um, cannot always feel like as, as effective a use of people's time. But I really feel like if it's interfering with your child's happiness and development, and if it's interfering with your ability to live your life, like if you're finding that you're going through all kinds of crazy routines to avoid, you know, your your, your kid's phobia or something like that, or if you're going to enormous lengths to um, help them through challenging social situations, right, then I think, you know, when you're really exhausting yourself with that, that's a sign that it's interfering with your life, and it's interfering with their life as well. On the other hand, you know, I also see parents kind of jump right away with, get right into therapy, and the kid's like, what am I doing here? <laughs> um, it's a hard balance, but I think when it's really making them unhappy, Freud would say if it's interfering with your love and work, right, for adults, right, you know, are your kids able to make relationships and build healthy relationships, or is anxiety getting in the way, or is it getting in the way of their school, which is their, or their play, which is the work that, that young kids in particular need to do. And then finding the right accommodations. I think, unfortunately, um, people have this idea that accommodation means taking everything away from, from kids that might be challenging, and what kids need is actually a little bit of constant low level, I don't wanna say like pushing, but a little bit of like faith in them that they can rise to the occasion and get through their anxiety, matching you know what they're able to do with what the situation demands. And that's not throwing them in the deep end of the pool, but it's figuring out what's, what's the ladder that they can slowly kind of walk down to, to get into the pool or the steps for what the anxiety might be. And I think it does take a skilled clinician to know the difference between those things.